0: Hey, everyone. Daniel Ramsey here with Scale the Show. I'm really excited because normally we interview CEOs, entrepreneurs, and business leaders to get actionable strategies to grow and scale businesses. But today, our our focus is on all of the things that are happening post-election. Uh, our president-elect Joe Biden's tax plan, what's going on with our economy and inflation, and how that will be impacted. Also, uh, ballots that have been passed across different states in the nation uh, that will affect uh, small and medium sized businesses. I am your host and founder of My Outdesk, and today's episode is going to be good. we jump in i just want to note that my out we are not providing tax legal or financial advice we strive to support the success of all small and medium-sized businesses and want to pass along this useful information that is practical and can help your business drive out effective solutions please consult a qualified tax advisor attorney or investment professional for guidance we need to we need to make that disclaimer because today a lot of what we're going to be talking about is Uh, you know, tax strategy for small and medium sized businesses, saving expenses, looking at what's going to happen nationally on, you know, for your own personal pocketbook and what's going on. Now, the Wall Street Journal put out an a really interesting article. The bid to undo Trump policy faces hurdles. And here's the thing: tax policy is, is something that affects every small business owner. There's only so many expenses that we can put into our PL and the operating expense section. And because of uh, the tax you know, policy. Affecting how much money we have left over to reinvest in our employees and reinvest into our businesses. I think it's a very important topic. And one of the, one, one of the biggest challenges is just simply the fact that under a Democratic president, we will see an increase in not only Social Security um, taxes, but uh, workers comp. Uh, insurance will go up, as well as payroll tax and other associated employee taxes. Here's what really struck me. Um, This one is is interesting. Corporate tax. Mr. Biden would raise the corporate tax rate to 28%, impose a minimum tax on U.S. corporations, uh, foreign income, and many other U.S.-based multinational corporations. Companies. What that means is you're, we're going to see uh, if you're in a high tax state like California, New York, um, parts of uh, the Sunbelt, you're going to see the total number of tax go from where, where we are today in the 40s um, to possibly all the way up to 60%. Okay, our first guest today is a principal with Clifton, Larson, Allen. And if you don't know them, they're an international CPA firm with more than 6,200 folks in that company. Um, Tim Mahoney is a principal and is going to dive deep into uh, tax implications for the new election. How is it that we've put the fate of, the, of our tax plans in the hands of Georgians? And if you're in Georgia right now, I love you. I really appreciate you but oh my goodness the this our, our entire future tax situation for the next possibly 8 years rests in a senate race for two seats and and uh tim what are your thoughts about what's happening right now in georgia
1: you know i think it's interesting that it came down with it. They have a they have the rule that you have to win at least 50% of the votes. And so as of like Wednesday, I think we were pretty certain the Democrats weren't going to have control of the Senate. It was going to be split between the House and the Senate. And and the presidency it wasn't really going to be able to dictate what was going to happen uh, when it came to the tax law. Everything was going to stay status quo. And then, as they finish counting all the votes, the, the incumbent Republican dropped below 50%. And so now we have two, uh, two special elections that don't take place until after the end of the year. So we can't even plan a- accordingly for what may end up happening. You know, the consensus is it probably will split one and one, but there's a lot of money and a lot of effort that's gonna be poured into those two seats. Um, and it's a really contentious time right now. And depending on how how things pull together, I mean, it's it's really hard to get a crystal ball out and say with any certainty that it it'll end up being the way we want it to. But it does look like it'll probably end up splitting at least one and one and and then the Republicans would still have fifty one Senate seats. Got and it as long as well, as long as there's a split, there's probably not going to be a lot of changes.
0: Got it. Got it. Well, uh, for sure, we want to talk about changes because President-elect Joe Biden has squarely aimed his tax um, plan at individuals making more than four hundred thousand dollars. What What are your thoughts around, you know, if he wins, if the Senate doesn't uh, go the way we hope it would go? Wh- what, how is that going to impact small and medium-sized businesses here in the U.S.?
1: It's really going to cause costs to. Go up, um, you know, because a lot of it's on the payroll tax side and and lifting the, you know, caps on on what people pay in a Social Security payroll tax. Now Um, you're you're seeing, you know, probably a change with capital gains rates, um, you know, getting eliminated at higher income thresholds. Um, You know, I think overall what he's talking about, you know, is is a slight increase in in overall rate structure but that's just a small piece of it i mean out in california and new york and some of the other high state tax we might get our 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 local tax deduction back through all this and so it won't it won't impact everyone quite so badly but they're predicting in a lot of states a marginal tax rate if you're someone that makes more than four hundred thousand dollars in excess of sixty percent um, and that's all in that's your payroll taxes that's your that's your income taxes. And and a lot of that comes down to right now, the, you know, you get to about $130,000 and you're capped out. And so there's, you're automatically now when you get up to that $400,000 mark, you're adding another 6% on top of what you're ordinarily paying. Um, that's, that's not something that's easy to get around. Um, because a lot of small business owners, you know, an LLC right now, for example, that gets capped on your self-employment tax, but end of this new tax plan, it wouldn't it, which would, can you'd continue to pay payroll taxes up to a much higher threshold.
0: Okay, so what you're saying, and what's interesting about this is Biden's plan and maybe Democrats as, as a whole, their plan is to raise taxes, you know, specifically on wealthy and business owners, and go from where we're in a mid 40s kind of range for the highest, you know, possible tax you know, number to above 50%. Is that kind of the bottom line?
1: Yeah, the bottom line, it, it depends a little bit on what it is you do for your business. But right now, and we'll just use, you know, California, since that's where you and I are sitting out here right now between you make $400,000. Now, you, you know, anything above that, you're getting taxed, you know, r- roughly, you know, 40 eight percent between the state and the and the IRS. Yep. Um and they're now they're talking about what the other the changes they're they're moving towards that it would be like sixty one percent, sixty two percent. So it's a big increase for for the income above four hundred thousand dollars for sure, up to four hundred thousand dollars for sure
0: so as a cpa and 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 a principal for um clifton larson allen what what is your advice to the small and medium-sized businesses in in the us that would be impacted uh by this shift in in the tax rate
1: you need to you need to plan ahead um you have to look at at what is going to be potentially coming because it's not just income taxes income taxes you know, there might not be a lot you you can do about it, um, given the the law that it's set up. And so, what ends up happening is things cost more because you're going to still push to get to the same net income amount that you were making, a net of your taxes previously. is is generally what's going to happen. But labor costs are going to go up um, because it's going to all your employees are going to be wanting to be in the same boat. Now, there he's saying that lower, you know it's, it may not increase tax on the middle class. So you might be able to control some of your labor costs there, but, you know, I think entity structure is going to have a big play in what's going on, how you're, you're getting the money that, you know, pass through entities may not be as, as advantageous as they were previously. So, you know, each person's situation is going to be different, but there's strategies that can still be put in place um, to, to help, you know, move income to a better tax advantage position, but you need to, you need to do it in advance. You can't wait till after the fact. So that's the problem with the January election versus the December elections. (laughs) Hard, hard to figure out exactly when this might be, but you know, it's other, it's other factors. It's the gift tax uh, rates changing. It's the exemption on your estate planning that could be changing. It's the you know, changing capital gains to ordinary income that's potentially changing. So um, it's hard to say exactly if they'd be able to do everything all at once, but we know that nothing will be able to be done if it's split. So I guess if this is a big concern for you, I guess you should figure out um, kind of what's going on with some Georgia politics and maybe make a donation or two <laughs> to, so... uh, to
0: the side you should prefer. So we're all in the hands of Georgia as we started the show off. Um, Tim, thanks for joining us today and giving us your feedback on what's happening with the tax bill.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for having me.
0: Here's what's interesting. And I think if you're an investor, a small business owner or anyone in the world Considering uh, you know tax as part of your cash flow, because you know as a small business owner we take our profits and our income and we use those to pay our portion of our share of taxes, and in many states that already is in the forty to fifty percent range. Um, what's interesting though is, according to TaxFoundation.org, we if uh, Joe Biden's tax initiatives do pass, we will see an 1.62% reduction in total uh, US GDP, gross domestic product. The, that's the total amount of goods and services sold by everyone in the US. And, and basically what you're seeing because of that is this concern or this, this worry that the the dollar is going to be worth less and because the dollar is worth less you're going to see inflation and if you see inflation what that means is what you have your purchasing power as an entrepreneur as a business owner reduces and to break all of that down i'll give you an example according to cnn another article uh today just in in the paper uh the median house price of of all types of houses across the u.s uh, was $311,800 in September of 2020. What, what, the, what that's done, basically, it's up 15% from a year ago. Up, up 15% in one year, which is a massive increase. Michael Klein, the founder of the NRBA, which is a national real estate uh, brokers association that focuses basically on following national trends for foreclosures and and real estate data, he just sent a text over and I, I like to quote people. He's, he says, depending on the new house seat and how strong the Republicans cro- control of the Senate remains. So all of this tax stuff is really boiling down to what is going to happen in Georgia and wh- whether or not the president elect Joe Biden and the Democrats in the Congress will be able to actually make any headway or change to to our tax code. And I think you're also seeing gold, which is a, a harbor of value. Gold is where investors go when they're nervous about inflation. Gold is where Uh, you know, the smart investor puts a portion of their total income and total savings because as inflation goes, so does gold. And if you look at spot prices over the last two years, you know, there there hasn't been a massive change. But if you change the window down to one year, you'll see that gold prices over the last year have increased. Spot prices for gold have increased by 60%. And so all of this conversation, everything that we're talking about is about controlling the things that you can control, controlling your expenses as an owner, controlling your employee costs and controlling really the one thing that you can control which is what you're spending every month for your business expenses and real quick i want to introduce a clip of a customer at my out desk brian woods he's a business person in florida um, and he is an international uh, speaker trainer and it's interesting because he equated hiring a virtual assistant to hiring a standard employee at mcdonald's and. That sounds strange, but here's what's happened. On on a national basis, there are more than 20 states that have passed legislation raising the minimum uh, wage well above the federal minimum wages, meaning our federal minimum wage right now is $7.25. And there are only a handful of states, really three, that have no minimums of their own. And yet what's happening across the, the, the country is this drive and this interest in really making an impact for the low income earners, meaning they, our, our country has decided to pass legislation increasing the minimum wage.
2: Florida, in its infinite wisdom, uh, not, o- not only was uh, last Tuesday kind of a uh, interesting day overall that continues on, yeah. but uh, Florida had a uh, ballot uh, proposal that I am shocked. Actually passed, but we are now going to be raising our minimum wage uh, a dollar a year for the next five years. Uh, so it's going to by 2026. It's going to be uh, fifteen dollars an hour for minimum wage in the state of Florida, which means that you can go to McDonald's and flip a burger, and that's fifteen dollars. Which means that everybody above minimum wage, uh, you know, if it doesn't go up is going to, uh, you know, take a haircut in their purchasing power. So, you know, you look at the power of a, of a VA, right, and, and making good wages where they're at um, and versus, you know, if, if the hamburger flipper is making $15 an hour, I'm not going to be able to get an office person for $15 an hour. Right. right. So, I mean, that disparity just keeps growing and growing and growing. Uh, I already signed an add on as well. Uh, you know, we're going to be uh, putting a uh, inside salesperson in place. Uh, although I, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not going to take the. I have a full uh, it will be a full time uh, position from your side of things. Any lead that I generate, I want my, you know, my process going through this. And I want somebody on it before it goes to an agent. I want somebody else uh, dealing with that, you know. And then when it's uh, ready to go to an agent, then it goes to an agent. So that's, part of, that's, that's a nice value, uh, value add that most agents don't have.
0: Okay, and as you heard there, Brian was considering hiring a virtual assistant. And because the minimum wage is going up in Florida, he has moved forward with that action. And I think it's not a bad thing for you if you're considering growing and scaling a company, because my OutDesk is actually 70% of the cost of traditional employment options. If you at all feel yourself needing talent or wanting to scale your business, I want to offer my outdesk as an opportunity. And the thing is there are things coming down the pipe that if you prepare for, you can actually overcome and here at my outdesk the the focus has always been on talent and and driving revenue and scale through finding great great talent. And one thing if if the ballots measures have passed, like they have been increasing the minimum wage, Uh, you're going to see multiple opportunities across the country. One, the concept of employees costing more, it brings this onus back to the employer. It brings us as as owners, as CEOs, and as founders to really consider when we're hiring somebody that it's the highest and best use and that you're hiring an expert and you're not giving them tasks that really don't matter, that don't really help your business scale and grow. With that respect, I think it's really important that you get some strategy going in terms of what's going to happen for 2021. who's Who are you going to hire? What's the best, highest in use uh, of the team that you currently have? And what could you give away? What could you give to a perhaps a virtual assistant or some outsourced labor in order to grow and scale your business? On this show, we focus squarely on helping you have the tactics and the information to make moves that empower you to grow and scale. Over the next couple of weeks, we'll be releasing more information about the tax strategy. uh, Definitely going to give the tax moves that you need to make right now in 2020 before the election and before the transfer of power to a new administration. So I hope you've enjoyed your time with us here at Scale the Show. And if you have, please click below, subscribe, like, and give us comments because we appreciate your time and we know how valuable it is. Again, my name is Daniel Ramsey. I'm the CEO and founder and I appreciate your time.